0: Hi, everybody. I'm Bernadette Montana, and this is Dave. Fronoffer. Yeah, because I'm not going to pronounce your, uh, uh-uh. That's okay. You can butcher it. I've known you long enough. (laughs) You have the ability. Yes, and welcome to that rock, punk, and metal music show. And we are really excited about today's topic.
1: Season one, episode three.
0: Well, oh, God. Oh, I can't even think that straight already. All right, so we are on episode three, and we are talking today about all things related to Pantera. Yeah.
1: What a list that is.
0: Yeah, hence the whiteboard here, because... Uh, There's
1: so much information, so much to talk about. Y- but before we get into it... Yeah. I don't know if, if, if any of you have been watching. You know... For the first two episodes, we, uh, due to the season, Halloween season, we talked about um, music, rock music, in horror. First episode, we discussed the Rocky Horror Picture Show with, of course, Meatloaf. Yes. And funny enough, oddly enough, Meatloaf becomes a steak dinner. (laughs) For those of you, for those Meatloaf fans, um, check out Tales from the Crypt, episode 4. 40, I believe, called What's Cooking, Right, meatloaf once again becomes a steak dinner. (laughs) I believe Judd Nelson's in that.
0: These bits of of trivia. Trivial, Mm
1: -hmm. trivial information. Mm -hmm. And then we followed Susan Sarandon from Rocky Horror to The Hunger with David Bowie. Yes. Which coincidentally, both movies tanked. In the theaters, but became very popular in subsequent years.
0: Yeah, uh, cult cult status now. Yes. With all of these.
1: Uh, second episode, we discuss the bastard son of heavy metal and horror, <laughs> Robert Bartley Cummings. For most of you, that's Rob Zombie. Yes, indeed. And his contributions, primarily to the horror industry, with uh, the remakes of Halloween One, Halloween Two. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, 31, Devil's Rejects.
0: <laughs> you're going re- to remember uh, all this. I, yeah,
1: I think he's working on another one. Not 100% sure. But now we're progressing past the horror theme. Yes. And we're focusing solely on Pantera. Pantera is, uh made a huge impact in the metal scene in a very oh short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pantera, as we know it, as most of you know it, Pantera e- evolved, as most people know Pantera, what Pantera, the, the Pantera that we know yes. evolved in early 1990 with, of course, the Cowboys from Hell. But prior to that, Pantera was uh, virtually unknown. Yeah. They, they didn't leave, they, they concentrated their music in uh texas
0: right uh
1: louisiana alabama
0: which i didn't know i mean i'm a huge most people, pantera fan
1: most people don't know
0: yeah
1: you know i mean most people don't know mm-hmm. and uh to the funny part is pantera has actually been around since 1981 right pantera around with 22 years most of have only known them since again 1990 with cowboys from hell
0: yeah i, would, I, I was and able then, to Find, find this that glam somewhere. shot. I don't know how well that's gonna come out on, yeah, that's on a, the camera. That's
1: diamond yeah, Diamond in the red tank top with yes. the armbands.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> so this is really...
1: Vinny to his right in mm-hmm. the blue spandex. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> just some, would never know this
0: some, out of, of Pantera, but it, this is one yeah, of the first shots that we ever saw like this, yeah.
1: And of course, Diamond still playing his Dean guitars. Yes. It's been dean guitar since uh, since he picked that the first guitar he ever picked up was a dean guitar right and uh from the first 10 years almost of their existence was unknown to most people
0: right right like you show that quite a bit here yes. on this timeline we were going to do the family tree but
1: we would just, need three there's way for for too all many branches
0: this. yeah uh
1: of course the opening lineup inception lineup is vinnie paul mm-hmm. diamond daryl Terry Glaze, Donnie Hart, mm-hmm. and Tommy Bradford. Right. And uh, Donnie Hart and Tommy Bradford had a very short lifespan in Pantera. hmm Just barely over a year. In uh, 82, Donnie Hart left the band for, what's the word I'm looking for? Creative differences. Right, okay. So, <laughs> So they say. And Terry Glaze took over lead vocals, mm-hmm. which left Diamond to play both rhythm and lead guitars, which, of course, he excelled at. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tommy Bradford had left the band. Tommy Bradford did not much of anything Mm-mm. after Pantera. He played around with a couple of jazz bands, and, and that was it. He yeah, completely, completely left the music industry. Mm-hmm. Now, Terry Glaze... If you're a big fan of early pantera vocals you can drive to maryland and watch him in his party band called the <laughs> crayfish <laughs> as far as i know he's still playing today
0: oh, could very well be
1: that's dedication right there and uh rex rocker that's when rex showed up <laughs> rex rocker <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it's a great name
1: <laughs> that's like a poison thing
0: Mm-hmm.
1: oh no that's ricky rocket <laughs>
0: That's right, Rex that's Rocker. right.
1: That's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> but that's some change in the way the music sounded. We were just discussing uh, that.
1: Yeah, the first two albums, Metal Magic. Yeah. Which, the first four albums was produced, believe it or not, by their father. Yeah. Jerry Abbott was the producer for their first four albums. The first four albums were produced on. Pantera's Own Label.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Same name as the first album, Metal Magic.
0: Right. Right. I was going to say, like, and... Well, right. So we have the two brothers. The father is producing... The producer, yes. Right, Producing right. their albums. Mm-hmm.
1: Kept it in the family.
0: Mm-hmm. And it worked. Well, for yes. the time being. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, their second album, Projects in the Jungle, mm-hmm. was still very, very heavy glam.
0: Yeah, metal. it was.
1: There, there was... Progressed slightly since the debut, yeah. but not a lot. There wasn't a lot of change there. Um, there was a change in members, a big change there in members. There was
0: a lot of changes.
1: Over the years? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of changes. Um, 85 did an album every year for the first four years of their existence. Right. And none of them got any recognition. Nobody wanted anything to do with... Pantera.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll bet they're all hitting themselves now.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: Yes, uh, I am the night came out in '85 is when they recorded their first official video, called Hot and Heavy.
0: That's the third album. That's
1: now. the third album. Right. Yes. Okay. That's the third album.
0: And then Power Metal
1: was the fourth album. Now, yep. in 1986, was. Between 86, 87, 88, mm-hmm. was a huge, huge point in time for the progression of thrash metal as we know it. Right. With Metallica's Master of Puppets. Yes. Anthrax's Among the Living. Mm-hmm. Slayer's Reign and Blood.
0: Ugh, which makes me happy. And Megadeth's <laughs> Peace
1: The 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 impact that happened to metal in that short period of time... Correct. ...hasn't been equated.
0: I'm going to agree with you because for me, even in my love for music and and it was... I was heavy into punk at that time, punk and hardcore. Right. So you know that uh that's a much more stripped down form of music so when raw. Thrash, it really was awesome yeah. and really emotional then comes thrash and i went like what the hell is this oh, and yeah. i and and i really <laughs> loved it when Met- metallica for me was the first thrash speed It's that punk had a lot of speed
1: right. so then
0: here you have thrash which is really really fast and that drew my attention right away to the music so right around here is when I really really got into this because I was not a glam person I was not I a was. hair I, I yes, I, hair I, I, I know that you know yeah. but I was not into that because I I kind of it's really odd because as a female I don't like pretty voice you know the whole pretty boy. Oh, they were too pretty. The guys pretty. looked prettier than me. I just wasn't they into that were whole too thing. Pretty. You know what I mean? So this was very appealing. Thrash was hard, right. heavy, like I say, you know, ripping first, your face off stuff. Makes me happy here, and that's when I got into thrash.
1: The first Metallica for me was Ride the Lightning, mm-hmm. and that was, I guess, that kind of. It was just at the outside of my reaches of what I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And then again, 86, 87, 88 was also a very busy year for Pantera. Yes. The year of 86, they went through three singers. Two of them happened to be nobodies. And I don't think Mm -hmm. they've gone anywhere since then. Matt Lemoore and Rick something. I don't want to butcher the guy's name. Yeah, we don't want to do that. (laughs) That's worse than mine. Mm -hmm. And uh, they actually went through Dave Peacock from forced entry, mm-hmm. auditioned, joined the band, and left after a very short period of time of only a few months. It wasn't until the end of 96, 86, I'm sorry.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: growing 10 years yeah, sitting well, here.
0: Well, I did that too. wasn't
1: until <laughs> the end of 86 where they found 18-year-old. New Orleans native Phil Anselmo, that's, at eighteen years old, that's, the vocals that's, that's, that came out of that man was incredible.
0: Well, I think that's what really made it. Like if we're going to talk oh, about yeah. like all of these bands, like I've been listening, you know, doing my research and, and, and trying such, to
1: find any of this older music. Yeah,
0: is it was really hard, but quite difficult. You can see, especially with Dimebag Daryl, um, his progression when it comes to music. You oh, yeah, know? his and, writing styles, and, his Absolutely. The st- and you can see, it. and then when Phil comes into this, it yeah. made all
1: Between the Phil difference. and the inception or the inclusion of these four major yes. albums mm-hmm. in that time frame mm-hmm. totally made, it. Pantera became what they are. Pantera became the Cowboys from Hell yeah. in that short period of time. Mm-hmm. And they became what we know them today. Unfortunately,
0: they're not here. They are no today, longer here. You know, and I guess and that also, we'll go in that.
1: And in shortly after they uh, got Anselmo, mm-hmm. Diamebag did well, at the time he was still Diamond. Yes. Daryl.
0: Diamond Daryl.
1: Auditioned for Megadeth.
0: Can you imagine the changes that would happen?
1: There would be no Cowboys from Hell. <laughs> there wouldn't be. No. And between Dave Mustaine's writing styles and Dimebag Daryl's writing styles, yeah. Megadeth would be a different band.
0: Oh, no doubt. And There's no doubt.
1: But the thought of No Pantera, well, right now, if you're looking back, the thought of No Pantera, it's kind of, they've made yeah. such a huge impact.
0: Really, it really is quite amazing. I in mean,
1: metal, in twelve years, the huge um, impact.
0: The amount of side bands and side projects that they have done over the years has been just amazing. Do you remember when you would do? When we were doing, um, was it last? The last episode we were talking about White Zombie. Yes. And I found this picture. I don't know if if that shows up um, on this, but. This is that tour that I told you. I went to see uh, White Zombie and Pantera, and I was able to find um, a picture of all of them together, and I was really happy to see this. So this was in 96.
1: I never realized how tall Phil Anselmo is.
0: I never realized, but that was the show where Dimebag Daryl threw a 40 at my head <laughs> uh, during the concert, and I um, sustained a little bit of damage in this show, but it was so worth it. Think this was the Hudson um, Civic, Civic Center. Center, yeah, where I got I to see this. I saw
1: Pantera and Skid Row at In the Civic Center.
0: Skid Row, I didn't realize that so much influence. Very early.
1: Very early. Mm-hmm. And tell you what, Dimebag is such—he's a regular guy. He, we, I met up with a bunch of friends afterwards. We were standing outside the front door of the Civic Center for. Mm-hmm. Half hour, 40 Mm -hmm. minutes, just bs Guys I went to high school with, I haven't seen in 20 years. Wow. We're standing outside BSing in front of the Civic Center, and who walks out the front door? Dimebag. (laughs) Walks out the front door of the Civic Center to go to to the parking lot to his car. Mm -hmm. He didn't get in the bus. He didn't get in the limo. He didn't get anywhere. And one of my friends looks over, he says, holy shit, that's Dimebag.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: Dimebag stopped. He came over, he shook our hands, said hello, and just went got in his car and drove I, I, away
0: see i love that when you're able to That's establish awesome. a relationship with a band beyond um just playing an album or a cd or something like that and actually say hey i spoke to them he's you, a great get a guy feel. yeah yeah yeah
1: you know but back to Megadeth. yes dave Mustaine wanted him
0: i could see why
1: well yeah <laughs> but uh daryl said if you don't take Vinny with me i'm not going Hmm. Which that's talk about loyalty. Yeah. Well. You know.
0: I'm kind of glad they did.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is, it, true. It, 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 that is forget, true. I agree with you there.
0: I'm kind of. But glad. that's when
1: uh, that's when Megadeth picked up Marty Friedman.
0: I um in in going back to the style of music. <clears throat> we had discussed this a little bit earlier, and I was discussing this with Tommy earlier that. You know, they called themselves groove metal or power metal and, and stuff. But again, the the appeal to me, even though they had that southern type of influence, I don't know where to, to, to put my finger yeah, on like it. Yeah, like Leonard
1: Skinner on crack.
0: Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But because of the, the the breakdowns in the songs and the way uh, the music is structured, it's, it reminds me of hardcore. It really does. And I I don't know in all of the research that we've been doing, I don't think I've seen one bit of information that says that. But again, here I am, a person that loves punk and hardcore, and I'm listening to Pantera and I went, wow. Like it's got the same anger. It's got the same feel and it builds up to a crescendo and then boom, all that energy is released.
1: It smacks the crap out of you. It
0: does. And to me, that's what... Uh, drew me into Pantera, and the videos kind of reflect that too. Because I was doing, I was. I want to see bingeing. that video. I have not seen that, and Hot I have and yet heavy. to see that. That I may mean, not even be. No.
1: Somebody's got to have it somewhere.
0: I am sure that it's around somewhere. Somebody's maybe they to hide it somewhere. <laughs> Can you blame them? Well, no, they don't want to really talk about much before Cowboys from Hell. No, no.
1: Actually, if you go on Pantera's official website, there is no reference to anything before Cowboys from Hell. No. Pantera doesn't even want to admit there was a Pantera before Cowboys from Hell.
0: (laughs) Another band did that, Ministry. Did they? Yeah, if you listen to early, early Ministry, it's really pop synth stuff. And then, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the first... Album, it might be in mind is a terrible uh, thing to taste, or another one right around that time. They really went hard and it went, it's kind of similar where they it was kind of pop, you know, fun, danceable stuff um, to the heavy stuff you do listen to uh, with ministry um. now. So it's a, it's a similar thing, and he doesn't really, you know, acknowledge a lot of that early, early stuff right. um, from the 80s. So it's, it's a similar thing. And it's a huge progression from that pop synth stuff to oh, sure. that, you know, grungy metal. I don't know what you want to call them. I, I, ministry I is don't told, know what you
1: want to call them. Ministry is ministry. I, well, I don't think they fit into any.
0: A lot of people put specific. them in industrial, but there's more to it. I think they're harder than a lot of industrial bands are. You know, and yeah. I just heard the new one, which really made me very, very happy. Oh, did you listen to the new Slipknot?
1: Yes. Oh
0: my God, it's so good. Um,
1: all out, all out world. <laughs> all
0: out, uh, life. All out life. Yeah. Oh my, it's that's, good.
1: It's, that's, it's borderline where I. It's a good song. Yeah. But it's just at the top of my. Oh, God, listening yeah, that's great. Pleasure.
0: Poor me. Carl listened to to it two or three times now in the car. <laughs> it is so good, but it's only a single. Until the album is released in 2019. Uh, So that has to, you know, suffice. Um, I like some
1: Slipknot. But, but, yeah. so, um, after his little stint with Megadeth, they went back to total dedication into Pantera. Total dedication. Mm -hmm. They wrote Cowboys from Hell, mailed out 20 eight demos
0: <laughs> can you imagine from
1: cowboys from hell and it may as many of you know the album cowboys there's not a bad song on it no there's not no, a bad song not on at
0: it. all
1: and they sent out 28 individual demos to 28 different producers record companies whatever they sent them to mm-hmm. and they were denied 28 times
0: that's 28 during times during this time
1: no Right after he, right after he auditioned for Megadeth, okay. After he auditioned for Megadeth, he decided that's it. I'm putting all my attention into into Pantera, making Pantera what I want Pantera right. to be. Do and, you think
0: that that had something to do with the past association with glam?
1: I guess anything is possible. Because
0: mm-hmm. we're really coming out of that at this time as well.
1: Uh, what also what it could be is at the time these four albums came out mm-hmm. and the market was flooded with that type of music yes
0: all right yes i agree the with big you four that. Mm-hmm. huge
1: releases in all of their careers yeah i'd say probably i uh, arguably the biggest selling albums in their careers
0: right mm-hmm.
1: master of puppets among the living
0: yes mm-hmm. i agree without
1: a doubt mm-hmm. and it's quite possibly that the market was flooded and they thought maybe they wouldn't get the sales that they needed.
0: It, 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 the industry is very different then compared to what it is now. Absolutely. The artist now has to assume a lot more responsibility and cost in order to get something released now.
1: The funny part of the whole thing that got Pantera signed was there was an executive from ADCO Records mm-hmm. was stranded in Texas after a hurricane hit. He was stranded. He couldn't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Where did he go? He went to the bar. Who did he see? Pantera. He called his boss the next day and said, I got this band, Pantera. You need to sign this band. Awesome. And the rest is history.
0: And the rest is history. Yes. That's really... And that, after, so that's come down... So now we're down here. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. In late 1989, they were signed to Echo Records. And Cowboys from Hell... Was released in seven months.
0: I find it so, I don't wanna say it's hard to believe, it's just how you go from this to Cowboys from Hell and that heavy, heavy sound. It came sound. out, it,
1: it came out, it's like they flipped a switch.
0: They really did. I mean, it, like it's night the and day. One you day can th- hear some influence around this time. Yes. But I guess when Phil joined the band, that was
1: That was know. the that was the push they needed mm-hmm. to take him in a new direction.
0: I'd love to find out more about Phil's um
1: he was his yeah. priors? Yeah. Well, he was 18 years old.
0: Yeah, but what such and heavy influence? He
1: was in a band called Sam Hain.
0: Oh. Oh, but it's not the same. No,
1: it's not Danzig Sam Hain. Right. He was in a band called Sam Hain, and he was also in a band called, I can't remember it now. Um, where'd it
0: go? Here it no, oh,
1: Razor White.
0: Razor White. Nope, I never heard of that.
1: Yeah. Well, then again, at 18 years old.
0: But how do you develop that sound that he had? You know, because he doesn't sound like an 18 year old when he's singing. No. He sounds like.
1: And his vocal range yeah. is, I mean, listen to Cemetery Gates.
0: Yes. And then we're going into different music. When you go Suicide, um, Suicide Part One and Two, um, you hear his vocal range because that's really slowed down. Yes. But it still, it he still delivers sings. that message. Yeah.
1: He sings. Yeah. And then you look at Drag the Waters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where, and he just the power and the depth and yeah, yeah. He's definitely a very versatile. It's Vocalist.
0: so unique. I mean, he really added that heavy, heavy sound. But Pantera still has that Pantera sound. Southern
1: twang. Yeah,
0: yeah. I can't, <laughs> I, you know, it's hard to even just put that in, into words, but that's... Oh, yeah, even at the
1: even towards the end when they got into, you know, um, Great Southern Trend Kill, yeah. Reinventing the Steel, they mm-hmm. still had yeah. the same sound as Cowboys from Hell, yeah. just heavier. And again, pa- Pantera is one of the few bands that started, I don't know if you'd say mainstream, but they were, as they progressed, they got heavier.
0: Yeah, yes. I mean,
1: look at even some of these bands, look at Metallica. Metallica was ride the lightning, kill them all. And then as you get into the Black Album and everything else, they yeah. kind of mellowed out. Yeah, they did. To, I guess, to fit into a wider market.
0: It, it's, it's possible. It's you very know as possible. you get older or you get happy <laughs> <laughs> you know you're miserable and you come just, out with some great songs and,
1: I think it's, and you know maybe they just I mean, woke up one day and said I'm like <laughs> god I'm too old for this crap <laughs> <laughs> we got to write slower shit
0: <laughs> it could be it could be but there's you know? there's definitely a big change here you know um the side bands are are pretty good too down is pretty awesome
1: yeah down well down is much later yeah much later yeah unfortunately down is good,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and um, and super joint ritual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they led to the demise of Pantera.
0: E- would you say the side bands did that, or would you? That was,
1: I think, that was a part of it.
0: Okay, I get it. But
1: before we go to the end of Pantera's career,
0: yeah,
1: Cowboys from Hell. Mm. To many people, it is the beginning of the era.
0: No of doubt, Pantera. No doubt,
1: and no doubt, Pantera from the release from the point of release of Cowboys from Hell. Within the following year, their career skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a band as new as Pantera in 1990, right? 1991. Arguably, the beginning of their career to have the metal god, Rob Halford, <laughs> share the stage with you? Yeah. What is that saying?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: You know? Of course. And then, and then to co headline with Wrathchild America. Mm hmm. To share the stage with Exodus. Yes. To share the stage with Suicidal Tendencies. Oh,
0: that makes me happy.
1: I would have liked to have seen that. Yes for for a band that young industry wise I agree for a band that young mm-hmm. to receive that kind of accolade right. in a very very short time
0: This was this is my main my introduction Mine Cowboys too. from hell
1: Cowboys from hell mm-hmm. Ricky Rackman mm-hmm.
0: That's right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Headbangers Ball
0: when music was still played
1: yeah, no TV.
0: I, I would
1: have to say the video from Cowboys from Hell was probably—you could say it was my gateway drug. Oh, okay. To heavier music. Okay. To heavier music.
0: Um, this Cowboys this, from
1: Hell totally led pivotal. me, led me in the direction to what I listen to now. Okay. You know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And again, that that one or two years following that album huge progression in their um what's the word i'm looking popularity oh okay and their careers it's it's a major major how many bands did that happen to with their debut album
0: oh my you're right
1: how many? I'd... Didn't happen to Anthrax. No. Didn't happen to Metallica. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm.
1: I mean, both bands are huge now. Anthrax Metallica are enormous.
0: Absolutely. And, and I enormous. Mean, we and, no longer and... have Pantera, but we still have.
1: They, so they much. were, within the first year of Cowboys from Hell, they were invited to play the Monsters in Moscow.
0: <laughs> oh, my.
1: With Metallica and ACDC. Wow. Two giant bands in the industry. And Pantera was put on the bill.
0: So with this now, because this is going to be part one of a two-part series, so we will have we'll have to uh, stop this now. That was a half hour. That was already a half hour. We didn't even touch on if you were to see all the research that we have here. uh, We we will we'll go into the next episode. Will be part two. On all of this, and hopefully we get a chance to touch on all the side bands and the yes, types of music yes. and everything that Phil Anselmo. That is a- Phil
1: Anselmo was a very busy man yeah, yeah. during and after Pantera.
0: Absolutely.
1: Which, like I said earlier, I feel was part of the demise of
0: Pantera. Yeah. Oh, we'll, you know, we'll get into uh, that. along
1: with other his drug abuse and his his physical ailments. Yeah, yeah, with which his back and, to and drug stuff abuse. like that. And uh, but during the time that he was coping with that is when him and Rex right. were doing down.
0: hmm So what we'd like to do, if you would, we now have Instagram. Uh, you will find us there, that rock, punk, metal, and-
1: Music show. Rock,
0: yeah, um, th- th- those words, right? And then we also have a we'll YouTube channel. We'll figure it out, yet. We now have a YouTube channel, and our email is trpmms. At gmail.com. So that's That Rock Punk Metal now, Music Show.
1: hopefully, mm-hmm. prior to our next episode, we will have music from two local bands that have reached out to us?
0: Yeah, a bunch, actually. A bunch of local bands have reached out oh, to me on okay. Twitter. Good. Which is actually really, really good. And yes. we're working on getting... The legal aspects
1: of being able to play their music for you. Yeah. Um, we're going to find out what they play, where they're from so if you like them if you dig them you check them out go out and find them
0: be awesome so again you can also contact us on on Facebook we have a Facebook group page so look us up there and you'll be able to put in all of your submissions and information and suggestions there
1: questions answers if we miss something let us know
0: yeah absolutely and we
1: try to cover as much as we can but I'm sure there's stuff we miss.
0: yeah no doubt so we hope to see you again soon Bye-bye. Everybody have a good night. Yeah.
1: Thank you.